Well, hello there, and welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir, and today is Wednesday, May 13th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time, and we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddori at gmail.com or call us at 781 591 0390. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear it all. <laughs> we do. We want to hear it all. Um, Kate, tell me what you have been up to. Well, Jory, I went and ran errands yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, you know, I had to ship some things. So I went to the UPS store and the post office, and that was a breeze, and I social distanced, and I had my mask, and they had signage, and it was like, oh, okay, okay, this is cool. Got yep. it. Then I went to Target, and that was immediately, like, strange and very depressing. And mm. I think it's the waiting in a line to get in and like the lack of human interaction as we all stand there masked that really bums me out. Yeah. I had to go to target the other day too. And that, that kind of bummed me out, but I think I had a similar experience as you. Like once I got in, it was like fine. Well, yeah. So once I got into the target, I felt like I could almost taste what it was like to shop in the before times like, yeah, I had this same experience. I talked about this. Like, yes, like I was so just ago. like, oh, I'm just gonna look at all these nail polishes. Like, yeah. oh, God, right. <laughs> and then like someone would come too close and I would immediately like freak out and back like halfway down the aisle. But there was just this like, oh, like pillows, candles, like things I don't need. I miss, yeah. I miss looking at you. Yeah. And that kind of made me very nostalgic and a little sad. Um, and I, I feel so exhausted and like tense after shopping. Mm -hmm. I think it's because you're on such high alert of like, you don't want to get close to someone. You don't want people to get cl close to you. Yep. You're worried that like anything you touch might infect you. And it's just kind of, it's just exhausting. Um, but I will say I did, I did go because I had to pick up a couple like food items and I wanted to get some melatonin. Mm -hmm. for sleep but i did purchase a very non-essential item which is three bottles of sally hansen instant dry nail polish Ooh, which i love i don't know if you've ever have you ever used that stuff mm -mm. okay i mean this might be a, a a longer topic for a forever 35 ep but it dries super fast and so i wanted to paint my fingernails now this is after i was like I'm going to let my fingernails breathe. Then immediately I was like, ooh, nope, I'm going to paint them. <laughs> but I painted my nails and I feel so like glamorous. It just like makes me feel like I, I like put on clothes. I don't know. I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. What um, colors did you get? I got a, hold on, let me grab them. Just so I can give the official names, although I'm. Yeah, I want my, the official. Okay. I got Buff and Tumble, which is kind of like a new, like a like a beige pretty and then i got go garnet which is what i put on which is like a very dark you Ooh. know like that kind of black red color mm -hmm. and then i got a clear clear top so um 
Shout out to Sally. Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, this was like kind of uh, just what I needed. It put me in a good mood to just like paint my nails and have them look somewhat decent. Yeah. And I also did want to give a shout out to my melatonin that I bought after not, after having like no sleep. Um, it really helped. I took it around good. nine o'clock and by 10 o'clock I was like, well, I'm out. Which, um, melatonin did you buy? Can you, I bought can you the Ollie brand extra strength five milligrams of melatonin it's the extra strength sleep a boost for ultimate sleep uh 50 gummies i'm also always swayed by a gummy i mean i I love love a gummy i love gummy vitamins it's like oh a a treat before bed yeah i'll eat like uh, any any chance i can like chomp on something sweet as opposed to like gagging down a pill so yeah i it really worked i slept through the night, I think I had one moment where I kind of woke up and I went back to sleep. And then I, I think I got like, I went to bed at 10. I woke up around seven. What's that? Wow. A good night, good nine hours last night. Yeah. So that feels nice. That That's feels awesome. Nice. Um, and I also did want to just give a little, another shout out to TSF Jazz, a French jazz radio station that I hear for you listener recommended I remember she called in, she left a voicemail, yeah. she said she puts it on when she and her partner cook dinner, and I, I was like, I'm going to put on music. I'm not not going to listen to the news while I make dinner tonight, because I'm on my my news cleanse. And at first I put on um, like some kind of like louder, more upbeat music, and then I was like, no, I need jazz. And so I put on TSF Jazz, and it's great, Dory. It's great. That's awesome. The whole family was like, rocking out to it we all oh my gosh it. yeah my That's child so was cool. dancing i enjoyed the french my my husband was like what is this and i was like oh let me tell you tfs jazz so that's where i'm at that's where i'm at today i got a little rest my nails are done feeling fresh look at you how about you <sighs> well i have not had as productive of a morning as you um but I did get the podcast together. Yeah, we're, so. so we're not measuring productivity here. I mean, like, <laughs> I know, I know. I just don't want people to think that I'm like up and at them all the time. No, don't worry about. It. Don't because I'm not. That. No, neither um, am I. <laughs> okay. Um, so yesterday, I mentioned that I was taking Henry to a doctor's appointment, um, and I took him. Well, we took him. Matt and I went together. Um, his appointment was at Children's Hospital. Uh, of in LA because it was a cardiology appointment because at his nine month appointment, his doctor had thought she heard a little heart murmur um, and we were finally going to get it checked out. So what we didn't realize is that Children's Hospital only allows one parent in with the child. So Matt had, to, Matt, oh. we decided that I would be the parent and Matt got back into the car. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. Is that if, related to COVID or is yeah. that? Okay. Yeah, it's a COVID thing. And they take your temperature as you walk in. Good. Yeah. Um, and of course, everyone's in masks and they have like signs on chairs saying like in the waiting areas saying like, don't sit here because of social distancing. And wow. Um, Yes. And, you know, all these markers on the floors, staying six feet away from people. There's signs at the elevators, like use your elbow to hit the button. Um, Don't shake hands. Like it's, you know, 
I mean, it's a hospital. So they're obviously taking it very seriously, but um, they're on top of things. They're they're on it. Um, the appointment was fine. He doesn't have a heart murmur. Everything was normal. And the of course, he threw up <laughs> in the exam room when we were waiting for the doctor. It was like a multi part appointment. Like we waited. Then he, we went to one exam room to get his vitals checked um we waited in there for a while then they took us into another room we waited in there for a while then someone came and took us to get his ultrasound and his ekg and so we did that and while we were doing that i gave him a bottle to just like calm him down because like it's like these little ekg stickers that they're sticking on him and like you can't move and i just wanted him to kind of be relaxed so he like took this bottle down in like five (laughs) seconds flat and then they took us back to the exam room again to wait for the doctor who would like go over the, re- the results of the ultrasound and the EKG. And Henry's just like taught and like letting him like just toddle around. And he's just in a diaper at this point, by the way, because I was like, there's no point in putting his onesie back on. Cause the doctor's just going to tell me to take it off. So <laughs> he's like by the exam table and he like looks up at me with this like sad little face. And I'm like, what's the matter? And then he's just like, Bleh. <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh, <laughs> like, poor oh, guy, Henry. <laughs> oh, and he just like dude. barfed the bottle back up. He he barfed the bottle and the smoothie that I had given him when we got there because we it was like oh, right around lunchtime, man. and I was like, I can't bring like his regular solid food to feed him in the waiting room. Like that's just going to be a disaster. So packed a smoothie, which he usually has. Like he has a smoothie for snacks a lot gave him the smoothie but I guess the taking down the bottle so quickly I don't know it just like put him over the edge and he threw up and I was like oh no oh (laughs) so that was my (laughs) that was my uh afternoon yesterday I went and got a nurse of course everyone's like is he sick (laughs) I was like no he just has a really sensitive gag reflex and I think he took the bottle down too quickly and they were sort of like "Mm mm-hmm okay (laughs) he was hungry he had to scarf it down he was hungry he had to scarf it down and then he was like oh mom i ate too fast (laughs) oh poor henry i know poor but i'm glad he's okay thank you i'm glad he's okay too um so you know also i like i think i said yesterday that i was like looking forward to getting out of the house (laughs) And I got out of the house. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you did. You got out. I got out. Um, so anyway, so yesterday we moving on to listeners. <laughs> Sorry for the abrupt transition. No, no, no. We're ready. But I'm I'm done talking about my son's puke. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we heard from we heard from a listener who told us that she has been reading the print newspaper, um, her local paper in Oneonta, New York, and you had pronounced it Oneida. And I said, oh, I think it's Oneonta. And we heard from a couple listeners this morning who were like, it's Oneida. Kate was right. It's um, a native tribe from up there, blah, 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 from upstate New York. And I was like, okay, Kate, I stand corrected. Kate was right. I was felt vindicated. Um, Kate felt vindicated. It was all going to be great. And then we heard from the original emailer, who was like 
she didn't, I mean, she didn't know that we had already received emails about this, but I think because you had pronounced it Oneida, she was like, oh, it's not Oneida. Oneida is a different city. (laughs) I'm in Oneonta. (laughs) And that's how it's pronounced. And then she sent over a clip of 30 Rock (laughs) with um, Will Arnett and Alec Baldwin. And they pronounce Oneonta. I won't reveal the the punchline, but they pronounce Oneonta uh, in the way it is pronounced. So there are two different cities. One is Oneida. One is Oneonta. So technically, you and I were both pronouncing them right. (laughs) I was I was reading it wrong. You were just pronouncing a different city. Yeah, I was saying a completely different word. Let's be clear. Well, thank you, listeners, for weighing in, and um, we we do appreciate that clarification. We do, and so thank you. All just we all just got a lesson in upstate New York geography. Well, I should have Googled how it was pronounced. I was so like in my brain, I just saw that word and saw Oneida that I didn't even think. Normally, I try to Google things to make sure I'm pronouncing things correctly, and I I wish I had done that. But we look, we've got trusty (laughs) listeners who call us in on these things. So thank you. Um. I get it. Look, it's fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. But also, hello to upstate New York, and thanks for listening. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. It's beautiful up there. <sighs> it is. It really is. Okay. So we've been talking a little bit about these questions of, like, when there's, like, no real guidance. Every state and city is doing something gif- different. Like, when do we, when can we start opening up our social circles? Like, how does this work? No one knows. Um, and we got a couple of emails kind of presenting a couple different sides of this. So, um, I'm gonna, I'll read the first one. Um, okay. My family has decided to keep sending our children to daycare throughout our state's shutdown. My husband and I are both essential workers and he cannot work from home. We live in a state that kept childcare facilities open for essential workers. And luckily the center we use has been open the entire time. I typically have several meetings each day, sometimes with no break. My kids are one in three and like Henry, the toddler is not entertained by screens and I would not be able to adequately supervise my kids while participating in work calls. We also don't live near family that could be part of our social isolation circle by providing childcare. Thus, we arrived at our decision to keep utilizing daycare. Because my family is taking the risk with daycare, not to mention my husband's job in law enforcement, we exclusively use grocery pickup and contactless food delivery. Our state has moved to phase one, but we have decided not to engage in any additional activities outside of our home and likely won't for several more weeks slash months. Thank you both for making such lovely podcasts. I look forward to listening every day. And that is from our listener named Bethany. And she adds, for the Egghead crossover group, she's in 2,500 square feet in North Carolina with one husband, two kids, and two cats. It's a little inside reference for those of you that listen to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) I won't. Um, Thank you, Bethany. Yeah, I mean, it's it does seem like we are, as things kind of move forward and different communities figure out how to reopen, it's going to be, you know, many situations is going to be on the on each individual or each individual family to kind of figure out how how to do it safely for them. 
Yeah. I think. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that that's kind of seems like it's where we are headed. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, and I know, you know, other people who are essential workers um, in in states that have had daycares open for essential workers, like they've been sending them. um, And that's, that's a decision they've been making that has worked for their family. Um, We did receive a counterpoint. Kate, would you like to read this one? Yeah. Um, This listener writes, Hello, Kat and Dor. I wanted to write and share my story because I think it might be healing to write this out and maybe it will help others. During the pandemic, while both my husband and I are working from home, we made the calculated decision to send our 11-month-old to our state-approved daycare. Due to the nature of my husband's job, the care of our child fell almost 100% on me, and having this as an option was a godsend, especially for my mental health and, of course, my work productivity. It is a small at-home daycare with two providers and only one other family, four kids total. I took extreme caution while dropping her off, picking her up, including wearing a mask, signing in and out with my own pen, hand sanitizer before and after drop-off and pickup, etc. I also regularly provided my daycare provider with any hand sanitizer I could find or disinfecting wipes that I had. I also baked them treats regularly as a thank you. Well, two weeks ago, I woke up with a fever and I tore my clothes off, took two Advil PM and woke up in a puddle of sweat, the fever broken. I then thought I had a quote sinus infection and went about my life with a headache. We continued to send our daughter to daycare and I was treated with antibiotics, but it was recommended that I get tested for COVID just to be safe. Fast forward to today, almost two weeks later, and I tested positive for COVID last week. So too have both of my daycare providers. One has recovered, but the other is hospitalized on a ventilator and has a 60 to 90% chance of dying. I feel sick to my stomach thinking, what if we didn't send our daughter to daycare the day after my fever? Did I give this to her? Am I killing her? I am racked with guilt and shame. Do others think I deserve this since I was using a daycare? I know the truth is that our daycare probably gave it to us as she lives in a multi-generational home and had much more contact with other people. I was only going to daycare and the grocery store, but I still feel like this is my fault and I'm so heartbroken. I didn't want to be sick with a sinus infection, work from home, and take care of a rambunctious 11-month-old, and I sent her into daycare. Was that a decision I will regret my whole life? Anyway, I didn't anticipate that getting the virus would elicit such terrible emotions of guilt and shame. I've reached out to my therapist to work through this, and she encouraged me to focus on my family and our health. My husband was tested yesterday, and our daughter is fine. She may have given it to us as she was the first with the fever. I've had a blinding headache for 13 days and have lost my ability to taste or smell. I wanted to share my story in the event others feel similar. I feel like I got an STD because I was being an idiot and now have to publicly tell everyone. Oh, listener, you were not an idiot. Yeah, I mean, period. This is not your fault. You were no. you were you were making you were making the decision with the information that you had at the time that was right for your family. And you know, I don't think it if if it did come from your provider, I don't think it was their fault either. I mean, I think no. every, I, it sounds like everyone was doing their best and trying to be as cautious and sensible as possible while still trying to function. I mean, I, yeah, I, this is going, things like this are going to happen and chances are they're going to keep happening because we are headed towards slowly reopening things without a real testing system in place. So yep. 
And no contact, no contact tracing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're little contact tracing. (laughs) Yeah. Your, your experience, I think is probably shared by other people and will be shared by other people. And we appreciate you talking it through with us. Yeah. And I think, you know, it also just highlights the danger of all of this stuff because you, you can never, you can never be a hundred percent confident in what the other per like uh, what other people are doing. You can be confident in what your family is doing, but you don't know what necessarily other families are always doing. You just know what they tell also, you. I also think like, even if we're doing all the right things, it's not like you were saying on yesterday's episode, Dory, like it's not, uh, nothing is going to be a hundred percent in preventing. Yeah. So, but I, but I think, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that you are safe. I'm, we will be deeply sending thoughts to your daycare provider in the hopes that they get better. Yeah. And this is really scary. I'm I'm sorry for everyone involved that you all are going through it. Yeah, this is this is really really tough. And thank you for sharing it with us. All right. Um, I just realized that we forgot to play, or I forgot to play a voicemail that I meant to play. Um, so let me just pull that up. Hi, this is Kelly. I am calling for here for you. I am calling about thinking when you can open up your family to other people with no guidance. I am a healthcare provider, so I have been working this entire time. And just in the past five days or so, everyone who is a healthcare provider is talking about when they can start opening up their families a little bit. And it seems that everyone is just starting to slowly open the circle with people we feel comfortable with who have been taking everything as seriously as we have. So most of us have picked kind of one family or one friend per child to open up our circle a little bit. It's hard because we don't have a book and there is no guidance. And we don't know what the right choice is, even working in healthcare. So that's all. Thank you so much. Thanks for the podcast. Bye. Mm. Thank you for that perspective. Mm-hmm. Again, no one has a 100% foolproof answer. <laughs> nope. No one. All right. So we had been struggling with words of the day. And we got a really great voicemail from a listener who had many word of the day, words of the day suggestions. So let's hear from her. Hi, Kat and Dor. I am calling because you, for here for you, um, you had said that you were out of words for words of word of the day. And I just wanted to throw out a few um, possibilities. So my list so far is peace, help, encourage, refresh, explore, surprise, then, reflect, routine, and glee. So just just some words to keep it going for a few more weeks, hopefully. 
Um, it's a part of the podcast I really enjoy. Thanks so much for all you do. Bye-bye. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, we just used them all up on one episode. <laughs> should we Should we divvy them out? Like maybe yeah. choose one to start with today yeah let's space them out i wrote them all down so we can we can certainly pull from them i mean i really glee was the last one correct yeah i thought that was such an interesting one i don't know if that's something i have felt in a long time yeah i want to tap into it do you want that to be our word of the day yeah let's 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 explore glee Okay, I will re-watch the pilot episode of the Ryan Murphy <laughs> a, show, Glee. What a fat... That's our activity of the day. Watch the Glee pilot. Watch the Glee pilot. We just get... Let's, what if we do this podcast for like 10 years and by the end it's like, all right, we're just... Uh, the activity of the day is... We just pick random like Three's Company yeah. pilot today, everybody. <laughs> That'd be fun. It's a fun idea for a podcast. You know? Just... Oh, that... That is a good idea. Just watching only the pilots. Yeah. Well, great. We'll put okay. that one on the put that one on the pod list. Yep. <laughs> um, thank you so much, listener. Those are those are great words. Yeah, suggestions. and we appreciate you thinking about those and enjoying that part of the show. Yeah. Um. So we had someone suggest we've we've already had someone suggest an Airbnb experience of meditating with sleepy sheep. And another listener wrote in to say that she has also been doing virtual Airbnb experiences. And I know this is like kind of a repeat, but she signed up for a few and the two that she linked to were so great that I just felt like I needed, we needed to do this again. The first one was a K beauty experience, which sounds amazing. That sounds very cool. It's the, the full title of it is get, K-Beauty get camera ready with a TV host. And the host is a professional broadcaster and makeup artist based in Seoul. In this online experience, you'll get an introduction to K-Beauty and how to do simple and natural looks with your own products. I mean, sounds amazing. I I might take this, actually. I could could really use this. Yeah. Um, And then the other one she linked to was a Swedish pastries class, like a baking class. (laughs) I mean, yes, please. Yes, right? please again. Looks amazing. So anyway, thank you so much for these suggestions. And if we start looking really great on camera, you will know why. While just eating delicious lingonberry. Nope, that's not Sweden. Lingonberry. Is that Sweden? I think it is. They have lingonberries okay. at, at Ikea. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally my, my frame of reference. It's Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ikea. Well, I'm really, really showing off my knowledge here. Yes, but eating pastries while looking super glam. That's yep. us. We've done that it all. That is us. With a sheep floating around in the background. <laughs> uh, um, well, Kate, it's been a pleasure talking It's to been you. fun. Dare I say it's been gleeful. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right, listeners, thank you so much for joining us. We will talk to you tomorrow. And please remember, we are here for you. Bye. Bye.